Gaming Fix Podcast, episode 296, on December 2nd, 2023. I am your host, Andre Cole, aka The Wet Gamer, aka your partner's favorite holiday treat meal, uh, holiday snackaroo. Kids call it these days, right? I am joined today by Pat. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't, I'm not huge on, tr- I mean, I, I like a snack or a treat. It could be just like, oh, this is a eggnog. I don't know. Uh, I, I do like eggnog, actually. I'm one of the few left. Stuffing. I don't, you know, like, stuffing is good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, talked about stuffing balls recently. Yes. 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 I did do I did do stuffing balls for Thanksgiving. It was good. It's just a different delivery method of yeah, stuffing. Yeah, it's yeah. not really like it. Yeah. That different. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. But uh, yes, there's, there's uh, like stuff, something stuff. you only get in you know in the holiday time or something. You know? I mean, for us, it's definitely the the like holiday tofurkey roast thing or you know fake turkey roast mm-hmm. thing. You just don't see those year round. Yeah. So do, do you that's get the one that's nice. like in the shape of a turkey? Is that like no? I mean, it's like it's like round. I mean, it's, okay. it's no, it's not. It's not okay. doesn't. It's not made to legs or whatever. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. That's ridiculous. I would never. Okay. No interest in that. Uh, No, it's just like it it looks more like a ham kind Mm -hmm. of, um, but it's not done to make it look like a ham. It's just that it does have some stuffing on the inside. So it's got to be like a rounded protein log. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But that stuff is good. And I only get it like once a year. I wouldn't like it as much if I ate it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, no, it's one of those Which I know is true or... of real turkey too. Yeah. But, oh uh, yeah, no, it's uh there's lots of foods where you're like, "Oh no, I just, you know, eat this yeah. the one time and that's all I need to all I need to do." My friend's mom uh would make rugula uh every year uh and you know, give those out to people in like a couple different kinds. Always very very delicious. Sure. Uh, but yeah, my mom would make not even like the dinner itself, but like one of the sauces with the dinner. Uh, it was just like this really good like blue cheese, uh, blue cheese sauce. Well, delicious, very good. Uh, and I don't get to eat that this year because I'm not I'm not going to be back in the states, which is tragedy. But, Brutal. Yeah. But, uh, but not being in the states is, uh, you know, kind of its own reward in some ways. So, uh, you know, yeah, you, you I, take I the wins over you, you know. Yeah, but yeah, holiday food just uh, not not the same in Japan. Doesn't. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, isn't it? It's like a, there's like a yeah. KFC yeah, thing. Yeah, they, right? there was a market. They did a marketing coup and convinced everyone that Americans eat KFC on Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, which is uh, definitely not the case. No, no, uh, it's not even like not even like oh, we eat fried chicken. I, you know, I'm sure some people eat fried chicken, but that's yeah, no, it was sure. I mean, somehow yes, they some uh, people eat convinced everything every t- everywhere yeah. every time for everything. Like but. the people, like restaurants, convenience stores. Uh, if they sell fried chicken, they are taking reservations for Christmas fried chicken right now. So it's so funny that that happened you can you can go to like 7-eleven or family mart and be like i need a package of like 20 fried chicken legs yeah wild yep yes. I, I don't 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I have never done the Christmas fried chicken here. We usually go out and do a nicer dinner or make something ourselves. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll see what we're doing this year. Uh, but we are not here to talk about Christmas or other holidays uh, just yet. Maybe we'll get there later in the month. But we are here to talk about uh, video games. And it tis the season at, I hear, mm-hmm. uh, tis the season of discovery, of figuring yes. out, uh, going to college, and maybe kissing some people you might not normally kiss. I think, like, this is like <laughs> some Torin, Torin on, like, no It's possible that you have to here. do that. I don't know. It's, uh... Uh, it's, it's, I mean, season of discovery is all about doing different things that you've never done before in world of Warcraft. Uh, no. So there's for people playing along at home, there are, there's currently four, four ways, maybe five, um, in a cat. Wait, no, no, to play. Uh, World of Warcraft. So you've got classic um, that's officially supported. You've got the Burning Crusade classic. See, that's the thing. Lich, I'm not, I can't King, remember. There's, I mean, there's Wrath of the Lich King classic is like the most recent. Okay. Is like the kind of main classic. Okay. And then you got WoW Retail, which is what I had been playing yeah. mostly, and and I'm still gonna. That's still mm-hmm. the main way yeah. I'm gonna play. Um, and that's like the most recent stuff, the mm-hmm. modern stuff. Then you got WoW Classic Hardcore. Which is okay, that's permadeath mode, right? Yes, yes, yeah. you die, you die. Um, which is wild. People are raiding in classic hardcore, mm-hmm. which is just like, of course, they are. I mean, of yeah. course, that's that's where we're at, but it's still crazy to me. Um, because it takes like a long time to level up a character in yep. classic, in the original classic. Uh, so to, to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then raid when you mm-hmm. could die and mm-hmm. lose all that mm-hmm. is crazy but good i mean it's cool that it exists for people and then i think there is still original classic that's just vanilla classic with nothing mm-hmm. weird going on and i can't remember if they have if they maintain a branch that is just burning crusade or not mm-hmm. um so i i'm just not sure um then there is this new thing called season discovery. So they've done a couple of, I don't know if they've done more than one. They definitely did one called season of mastery. I don't, that one wasn't that different from base vanilla. Wow. But it was the idea of it was like, this is for all of you sickos out there Mm -hmm. who want to play at the highest level and show that, you know, everything about classic because it was like limited time. This is a seasonal thing. Get, get as far as you can before time runs out and, and like get as good as you can before time runs out sort of thing. And there were some minor changes. I don't really know what they were. Um, season of discovery is classic. Wow. So it looks like, wow. It, well, it's funny. It looks like wow did in 2003, except that it has uh ray tracing, <laughs> <laughs> which is very wild. The shadows look amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh and it has i mean it's it's worth it it looks awesome yeah um 
it's kind of like the doom ray trace thing where like you yeah. put ray tracing on an old game and it can look uh, sick as hell. It, it, I, yeah, it's not I'm as pronounced as in doom, but ray tracing just in general, especially with like Alan Wake and seeing the performance hit it takes on modern games. But I'm like, man, it's, it, just, it, it looks it, so good. That, I'll tell you like, what, it doesn't want to, like I'm willing to play 30 FPS, but I can't even maintain 30 FPS. But well, what if you could play 140, 144 uh-huh. FPS because wow, classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still have what to if? limit the frames or it would fry my computer. <laughs> That's not true. I don't think it would fry anything, no, but, no, yeah. um, but I, yeah. Uh, so anyway, it looks, it does look a little, and it's like got support for modern resolutions mm-hmm. and, modern yeah. and stuff. So it, it looks, it looks good. Um, but it still is based on the visuals yeah. of the 2003 game rather than the new version, which despite what Sam might say in our discord is vastly improved and like has it. It looks much Bam. more modern. Can't see the difference between 60 and 30 FPS. You can't trust. Anything. I he I haven't deployed that fidelity. I haven't deployed that against him because that feels too mean. But we're approaching it. The next time that comes up, I might uh, <laughs> especially with that, that Arkham, that Arkham Knight switch thing. He, suggesting oh my it's god! Playable. Oh my god! <laughs> that Arkham Knight on Switch is uh, yeah. sub 30 FPS. Maybe sub 20 yeah. at times. It looked like it looks sub 20 most of the time yeah anyway um yeah it's it looks good as long as you like the way that wow looked um mm-hmm. the main things it has ray tracing and then it has um like super dense foliage mm-hmm. it's still the same looking foliage from 2003 but like there's a lot of it uh which is kind of cool sure. um so it's classic wow but for starters the level cap is level 25 which is not, you know, oh. original WoW had a level 60 cap. Yeah. Um, and uh, the reason it's level 25 is because it's that's to start, and then they're going to kind of increase the cap okay. over the course of the season. But it's because it totally turns classic WoW kind of on its head. So every class, so the end game right now at level 25 is they've taken a um, classic dungeon uh, and then turned it into a 10 person raid, okay. um, which is cool. Like they've like rebuilt it. It's black fathom deeps um, is the name of the dungeon. They've rebuilt it as a 10 person raid. Which one is black um, fathom deeps? Black fathom deeps is the one that is like in it's, you go down a thing and it's in like a cavern with like, and there's a big turtle. No. Okay. No, okay. no, turtle. no, not, this... not the pirate ship one right. turtle. Okay. There's a, there's like a big, there's like a Hydra thing. It's like a three headed okay. Hydra thing. Maybe remember this. Um, it's got the black the, bottom deeps at some point for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool dungeon. I mean, it's a beloved classic dungeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have done black fathom deeps in 2023. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, and so they've reworked it into being a 10 person raid complete with like totally new mechanics. I think that, that they've added a new boss to it. It's like, a, it's, it's definitely just like different um, mm-hmm. and, and sort of reworked. Uh, and the plan is that every so often they haven't confirmed when, but I think it'll be pretty short every few weeks. They're going to up the level cap. Um, although it's going to stop at 60 and the next cap is 25 to 40. So mm. I would assume they'll do 25 to 40 and then probably, uh, 40, 40 to, to 50 okay, maybe and then yeah. for 50 to 60. Yes, yeah. Those, um, like differences. They, in levels it gets, it slows pretty, down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I could even see them going as much as like 
25 to 40, 40 to 50, 50 to 55, 55 to 60 even. Um, but uh, but we'll see. It, it, but the point is that fairly short timeframes, I think at the most it'll be like a month between cap changes. And then there will be a new, um, a new dungeon turned raid to, to do at that cap. Um, no Morgan is the next one they've mm. shared. And then they've also got at cap uh, a, a zone made into like a PVP event zone. Um, so I think it's Ashenvale right now. So you go there and if enough PVP happens, uh, it will trigger an event where it spawns two generals and then there's like outposts and stuff that you can take almost like you're playing a battleground. Um, so, uh, good end game, like cool end game stuff that you can do at the like lowered cap. Uh, and it makes it kind of interesting cause it forces you to do those activities with a character that's not maxed out on their talent tree and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of having to figure out how to play a character with more limited options. However, right. not as limited in face while, because really the biggest change is they've, they have a- added this rune system to the game. And this is the cool thing that like really made uh, my partner and my, my couple friends that play. And I really excited about this thing so they've added just like little things around the world that weren't there before. Mm-hmm. And by finding them, uh, you are, and they typically lean into like the class fantasy part. That's a term they use to like describe like playing as your class. Your class should be distinct. It should have identity. You should feel like you're playing a different game than other people sure. when you based on like not just in terms of your ability set but like the activities that you're performing should should feel different and that's hard to do yeah especially um, when your verbs are right click and you know push a button on a keyboard right uh, yeah i mean or, they they've you know, they've done a push good a job thing. of doing things like you know to unlock certain totems sh- shamans mm-hmm. have to go on a certain quest right, or yeah. um whatever but this tries to lean into that a little bit more with because they they can be a little more esoteric because most of the people playing this are veterans who have played for a long time. So it it almost has like a Dark Souls kind of feel to there being just like stuff in the world that people are discovering. And at this point, I think you can already go and read guides for a good chunk of it, but um most of it's most of the information on how to interact with this stuff is, is disseminated in like zone chats and things, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. It's kind of cool to have like a community, like, Oh, I found this thing here. And so what this stuff, I know I keep, it's vague, but like you, by interacting with these different things, you're getting these rune engravings, which are um, unique abilities that show up on your character sheet on like a side window that you can um, engrave on your gear and you can swap them whenever you want. So, well, outside of combat, but you, you're not locked into your choices. Um, And what they do is completely turn mechanics of classes on their head or potentially, or give like massive boosts to ways that the class already played in the past. So like, I'm playing a shaman because I was like, you know what? Torn shaman. That was the first thing I ever made in world of Warcraft back in 2003 when I was in a kid. Uh, well, actually I didn't play until 2004, but uh, whatever. Um, and so 
I thought like, that's perfect. That's what I want to play as. And shaman have always been able to do DPS or uh, healing. Um, and now they have, and they have runes. Like one of the runes is called overload. And it mean, makes it so that like three of your spells can uh, randomly auto cast uh, a second copy of the spell, um, which is like pretty big buff because you can, get two for two spells for one which is a lot um so they can be kind of like cool but not crazy like that but then i've also got one that i'm trying to unlock i have to fight a thing to do it that's hard um that will make it so that my rock biter weapon when i have it activated which is just a buff that uh that uh, that shaman get to put on their weapons um when i have that active my attacks do 50 generate 50% more threat and then have some other tanking effects. So by equipping that rune, you can tank as a shaman, which is something that has kind of been like sort of a thing you could do, but never directly supported. And in this yeah. in season of discovery, there's a set of runes. I have a different rune. That's a shield mastery rune that makes my shielding. It's like it can proc and give you like a massive buff to armor and um, block attacks and stuff like that. And uh, so, like, these abilities are pretty significant and change the way that you play classes. There's, like, runes that you can get as a mage that give you time healing abilities. So you can play as a healer or as a mage, which is never something you've been able to do before. Uh, Rogues can tank now. They have a set of tanking runes that they can get. And and things. Uh, Warlocks can tank. They can get a rune set where they transform into this, like... (laughs) Well, I mean, a lot of this is like giving uh, DPS yeah. classes access to other roles. So warlocks can can turn and transform into this like crazy demon now and and play as a tank if they want to. Um, so there's lots of different stuff like, like warriors get runes that let them like run faster and um, and and go like totally ham with two handed weapons in a way that they could sort of do in the past. But but they can be like just DPS powerhouses. Um which is true in retail right now, but through different means. So it's, it's a lot of cool stuff like that. And the thing that is one of the things that's fun about it is that unlocking these different runes, the activities are pretty varied and cool. So like my shaman, the first rune that I got, I just had to go kill a bunch of these uh, like knoll shamans to get them to drop an idol. Once I had the idol, I had to equip it. And then I had to take nature damage 10 times and then that would unlock the rune and, you know, whatever. And it came from doing a quest to introduce the system. But then while I was running to a town, there was just like a bolt of lightning, like a hundred yards off to my and 10 you o'clock. Had to hit X on your controller and then you jumped out of the way <laughs> and you did it 200 more times and unlocked uh, Kimari. No, but I ran weapon. over to where the, the lightning was and there was a little totem on the ground an icon and I picked it up and then I had to kill things with lightning bolts. Uh, lightning my spell bolt. called lightning bolt. And then uh, if I do that 10 times, I get this, this rune. So there's like stuff like that, but then there's also stuff like, and I have a screenshot. It's funny looking. There's a dead body just hanging out on an overlook and you have to get at least three shamans together to stand over the body and do like a ritual to help it pass on to the next world. And that's like, that unlocks a rune. Um, there's like this rogue shaman rogue 
in Thunderbluff, which is stupid. You can't be a shaman rogue. And he's like, bet you didn't, bet you're surprised to see a shaman rogue, huh? Well, I'm going to train you in the dark arts of roguery. And uh, he gives you a disguise, which is like a shitty mask and tells you to go to this mine and steal a bunch of like steal, steal some uh, explosives. And he's like, don't worry, put the mask on. It'll, it'll disguise you. And it doesn't do shit. The mask does nothing. And so (laughs) you have to, you still have to fight your way through to get the stuff. (laughs) Uh, And then he tells you to like make a poison out of some pine cones. And then he's like, wow, you're an idiot. You just made pine butter when it's like, you told me what to do, man. (laughs) And stuff like that. So he's just terrible and shitty at it. And then at the end of that quest chain, he teaches you how to dual wield, uh, which is not something that Shaman normally did. Yeah. But it's something rogues do. Um, and I've heard that, like, if you so like mages to get their runes, a lot of them, they have to get these scrolls and then take them to different places and get them deciphered. Um, priests have to, like, pray at certain altars and go and, like, get priests of other player priests to like do emotes to them to give, to get different scrolls wow. demon hunter, or I'm sorry, not demon hunters. Uh, they don't exist yet. Warlocks have to do like demonic rituals to summon different demons to get their runes. So it's cool. There's just all these different kind of class fantasy things. And they unlock these potent abilities that really change the way that they play. Uh, that'll be interesting to, and see how it goes when it gets to end game. And then the other nice thing about it is that it's just with this level banded content. Like I played a bunch Thursday night and a bunch last night and I'm level 14. I should probably hit 25 like next weekend at the mm-hmm. latest. So like it's it's nice because then I, we can do the raid if we want to or we can just kind of like wait okay. until the level band increases. It's not it doesn't have quite the same like you got to grind for a month yeah. to 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 get the the level that you need kind of thing um which is fun and it makes for a great sort of you know my partner and I can both play it and uh both also have like the sort of main other stuff that we're doing and it doesn't have to take over mm-hmm. all of your time yeah um so yeah it's a lot of fun i think it's a cool way to play and um aside from it being <laughs> It's perfect for people who played WoW back in the day and then and and are curious about like trying it again. I it would be a hard sell for somebody who's never played it before, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's it is classic, so it's yeah. it's old. Um yeah. it's a entirely different game than playing retail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My That's it's it's like yeah. a it's wild to be like Oh, there's two enemies, so that means I'm gonna die. I gotta run away. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas in 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 retail, I just like land in a pack of area dudes and then and yeah. just fire breath them all and it's it's like everything dies and in general i do prefer that that kind of place that the game has gotten but i think it's interesting for season of discovery to to kind of do this stuff although i will say uh you're just a little guy is, though like you know you're just a little you're a little bo- a little guy a little cat little cow man you're let just, me tell you of course you're, you're if, weak and gonna die to two enemies the evolution of uh the the way that zone chat the tone and mm-hmm. of zone chat <laughs> oh boy <laughs> it's it's not even that like there's been a ton of like gross shit like i've mm-hmm. i've i've seen 
a little bit of um of stuff that I thought was was icky. Mostly it's just the like the most deranged like people talking about torn milk and oh well that's and that's the tip. I mean, that's like the tip of the what the, oh, the tip God, of the I'm not going to repeat titty. some of the stuff that, uh, yeah, uh, and um, then mixed with like some people are like, I'm just going to do Chuck Norris jokes because that's what we did in 2004 and it was funny <laughs> and it was not funny then, not funny now. They're all stupid. It's funny I mean. that people are doing that though. Uh, <laughs> I disagree. As resorted to. It's just funny because it's so it's mm-hmm. been popping off the last couple of days. Like we're on one of the less populated servers and there's still login queues and um not bad ones, mm-hmm. but uh the big ones that the streamers are on are like crazy populated. And uh so you'll just be like walking around the barrens and it'll there you it's like looking for group DPS whaling caverns and then like what do you think Thrall's toes taste like, and then like a Chuck Norris joke, and then like, so do you guys think Trump's going to be president again? Mm-hmm. And then where do I find the galvanic icon? Who has seen the galvanic icon for this rune stuff? And it's just like mm-hmm. utterly deranged. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. video games, baby. That's the Barons, baby. The fun. It's and it's every time I. <laughs> There was, there was a guy named Fartass. Hell yeah! And he was—he wasn't saying anything particularly offensive or problematic, but he was being just kind of like he kept. We joined a guild just to have the name above our heads. That's because mm-hmm. it's funny. There was a guild called Taco Bell. I joined that one because I—I was mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. And then there was instant, really gross, sexist, mm-hmm. racist mm-hmm. shit in their guild chat, and I was like, okay, nope. And so we joined LaCroix Boys, which is mm-hmm. sure. been mostly, there was some weird stuff last night. I don't think we're going to be in that guild for that much longer, but it's been mostly just people shit posting. Uh, but somebody, this fart ass person started begging me for an invite to LaCroix Boys and somebody else was like, they got kicked out of their guild, so now they're begging for invites. And I was like, I don't really want to invite someone that got kicked out of another guild. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you're such an asshole. And started like... And then everyone started to to pick on him. And he just got uh, like more mean. And then like two minutes later, Assfart pops up in chat <laughs> and goes, some of you are really immature. Grow up. Because someone had reported his name. <laughs> <laughs> Which forced him to change it from fart ass to ass fart, and I was like, I was like, holy shit, that's really funny. And he was like, fuck you, that's really, it's, I can't believe you can't take a joke. Da 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 da. And then a couple minutes later, fart pee pee shows up and is like, seriously, guys, <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, so some of the, and I was like, it is. I said, like, it is the funniest thing that people keep reporting your name and you have to keep changing it, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was like, pull the stick out of your ass. <laughs> it was like, it's nobody's offended by your name. It's just funny to make you change it because you're being yeah. a dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you get some of that good, that, 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 that mm-hmm. funny stuff too. Um, there is. But- <laughs> 
video game names are an art form. And uh, my partner saw an undead rogue named Nancy Pelosi running around the Undercity, yelling slash yelling in all caps, "Sign my guild charter, you little freaks!" (laughs) 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 I just sat there and laughed for a long time at that. (laughs) Nancy Pelosi. An undead Nancy Pelosi screaming at you to sign a piece of paper at Charter <laughs> Guild is just so funny. Uh, uh, so yeah, it's 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 a good at least yeah. it's a good mix. Even though there's been a little bit of yeah. boy, I don't want to hear this stuff. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. People still having, and I'll be interested to see still having fun in uh, World of Warcraft. They've been uh, they've teased that like they're gonna include things like they'll open up places that hasn't that like haven't so there's an area in that you can fly over mm-hmm. on your way to iron forge that's yeah. like called area 52 mm-hmm. and you've never been able to go there there's a server named after it and it's in the lore but you've never been able to go there it's always like question mark question mark enemies and stuff and there's places like that nestled in different spots Mm of azeroth that were places that were never finished they were zones that were in vision but never finished and they've teased that they've finished a bunch of those Mm. and so like they're going to open those up too and you're going to be able to go to places that have never that they've Mm -hmm. never put in the game before um so that's uh or that you've only ever been able to see from like uh yeah from flying over them and stuff because what they those places all went away when they did cataclysm Mm. because they kind of rebuilt the whole world to accommodate flying mounts. Yeah. Um, so that stuff get rid of those spaces. Where, yeah. Kind of lost yeah. to time because they, that's part of why they didn't just add flying to the world after they put it in with burning crusade, because there's all these places you could get to that you're not supposed to see that aren't finished. So cataclysm, they just sort of upended the whole thing and um, made it so that the whole world was explorable. But it they the the concept of cataclysm is that Deathwing flew around the world and fucked a bunch of stuff up, and so those places just were part of the things stuff that was destroyed uh, in the cataclysm. Uh, so it'll be cool to go to those areas and see mm-hmm. what they're like, and and because they're going to include a lot of the original geometry and concepts mm-hmm. that were there. So yeah, nice. Well, that sounds like a quite. Quite the season of discovery. Uh, mm-hmm. How long is that? So it just started. Is that like a three month season type thing? Like most games? We're not really or... sure. I don't know oh, how long okay. the season of mastery lasted. I would guess it'll be a somewhat similar time. But it's hard to say for sure because um, it's it's it is different. So yeah. Um, is, is this like a battle pass situation, it. or is it just like there's like a seasonal event N- going on and it's. Yeah, there's these, no battle pass or anything. Time, there are these like activities you can do. Okay. I mean, it's when you launch it, you go, you launch classic, classic. There's like mm-hmm. three different launch options retail, Wrath of Lich King, classic, yeah. classic. Yeah, you're not even launching Season of Discovery itself. Like you're launching World of Warcraft classic. Mm-hmm. And it right. has hardcore and Season of Discovery on the page. And then mm-hmm. you pick a server. It's based on your server selection as to which. Mm-hmm. Kind of branch of classic you go into. Wrath of the Lich King classic is its own yeah, right, right, right. app. Um no. uh, and yeah, uh, and so yeah, it's it's hard to say how long it'll exist. Just but like, Season of Mastery you can't play anymore. So just like WoW private servers. Just pick the one you want and away you go. Yep, it's kinda like that. 
I saw a WoW private server advertised on YouTube the other day. I didn't realize that you could do that. But I mean, people I advertise can. all sorts of stuff on YouTube, and but I, I feel like you're not supposed to be able to. Blizzard gets those shut down quite often, don't they? Uh, I realize that I actually think they have changed that, and part of the whole classic thing was we're also just going to go hands off on private okay. servers. Yeah, I mean, there's the stuff but people are doing because now we're is weird and they're like get a billion xp all at once and whatever well yeah um, exactly um and so i think the idea was i guess it says it's against tos uh so yeah. i don't know um but i don't know yeah like i said i saw i saw an ad for one so mm-hmm. well uh that is season of discovery uh I was curious about uh, what was going on because mm-hmm. you had said that there had been these changes and it was a good time to jump in. I don't, I'm not going to jump in. I, I don't need that in my life. But I, it was like, oh, that this does sound uh, intriguing. Uh, it has been interesting. I mean, we'll see how much it sticks. Right. I'm still in game. I started doing Mythic Plus Dungeons in Retail too, and that is very fun. Uh, that's like the 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 end game one of the three end game activities currently in sure. while WoW retail which mm-hmm. is like raiding pv end game pvp and mythic plus dungeons you have a timer you have to complete them in a certain amount of time to get to upgrade your key to the next level and then you can keep you can play at higher and higher difficulty levels and once you hit a certain key level they start to be as yeah. difficult as raids and you, in that you have to bowl and then you go home with whoever you pull out <laughs> well you can't form. raid for you can't group find forms so you do have to use you do have to like find groups uh to do it um they have a tool that helps you but you can't just queue for them um so uh they and they have additional mechanics that they add to the dungeons but then also you just have to know the mechanics of the dungeon fight really well because normally unlike normal and heroic you can just power through them you don't really have to you can brute force them pretty easily but when you get into the mythic tiers, you have to you have to know how to do them, and uh, it's been very fun. I th- it's it's pretty cool because it's super fast paced. There's no stopping to loot or anything because you don't get loot mm-hmm. as you go through it. You only get loot at the end when you finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like the timer will be like 33 minutes, but if you want to get a plus two key out of it, you have to finish it in 15 minutes because um, mm-hmm. there's like bands of of what you get, um, and it's really cool. Uh, so. It's interesting because I had hit a place where I was like, service games suck. I don't want to play these games that are like mm-hmm. second jobs or whatever. But I'm finding this one engaging enough now that I understand the mechanics on a deeper level. And they've made some changes to the way that like reversal and movement and stuff works. That I'm kind of like, oh, no, actually, I think it's this is fine. I don't I like yeah this having a list of things I want to do every week in this game. And um, the it's, it's in the past, whenever I've engaged with service games, part of my frustration has been like, well, but I don't want it to be like a job because I want to play the, this new game or this new game. And the past few weeks I've just been like, these all look cool. I'm happy to hear about them. And mm-hmm. they look like good for people that are playing them, but I don't, I'm happy mm-hmm. with this thing I'm doing, sure. <laughs> which is, Kind of a nice feeling, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, 
it doesn't feel like I have to keep up with. It turns out that the real FOMO keep up thing is t- trying to play <laughs> like half right. of all the games that come out. <laughs> yeah, very true. Very true. Uh, well, uh, speaking of games coming out, uh, I did play something new that I think just hit early access. It's but it's free to play. Uh, spoiler: I've already uninstalled it. Uh, <laughs> this game is called <laughs> Hawked, which is an extraction shooter. Um, it's like what if Fortnite was an extraction shooter? Kind of, I get like that's like very base level. Uh, it's got that kind of Fortnite-ish look, kind of the soft palette um, and like you know the soft character design. Um, in that way, and you uh, with the premise of you being uh, in a crew of treasure hunters in this uh, organization called Grail that is go was somehow directed to this island that has like lost artifacts from an ancient civilization or something. It's very Monster Hunter World in the setup in that mm-hmm. way. Like, oh, we traversed so far to come to this island, and now. We got to fight the evil fish people who, I guess, fought the people who were on this island before or something. Uh, you're you're coming to this island and just ki- like killing the native inhabitants of it, so and stealing treasures. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, so that that's a choice, I guess, in the year 2023. Uh, and it's eh, like it's just not that great it it's got some it's very heavy uh i don't even know if heavy is the right word but it's like very slow kind of um like you can run around and sprint and jump and all you've got a grappling hook type thing but it's just not as responsive as you want it to be uh you're it's a lot of like okay i'm in the grappling hook animation now i'm just in that animation and go i go straight to the thing and then I climb up a ledge or whatever, and mm. it's it's whatever. Um, you when you load into the island, you're on teams of three, and they, they there are a couple other teams. It's not like it's not like sixty people or anything. It's like maybe five other teams or something like that, and you're all trying to go around the island, do these different various puzzles or combat encounters to to reveal the password that will unlock the the super secret artifact on the island for you to extract and take out. Mm. And so uh, the the puzzles are okay at least the first time through. I you know I definitely don't think I've saw every single encounter in the couple games I played, but you know, there's stuff like, oh, you got to shoot these things, shoot this stuff in the right order, uh, you know, or, but, you know, it's like, okay, I did it once. I never want to do this again. It was a neat little gimmick the one time. Uh, there's combat encounters, just, you know, kind of a horde mode type things where enemies just keep spawning in. You have to last long enough and uh, stuff like that. So nothing super inventive. Um and mm-hmm. it wasn't like if your team actually works together, 
uh it didn't seem like any of the co the environment stuff would actually be difficult um mm. it's really the the only thing that is difficult is the pvp uh pvp and that is just gonna depend on what guns you find in there you know you've got red you know you've got your standard um distribution of rarity and whatnot and like good guns and better guns and et yeah etc et uh and every time you go in it doesn't seem like you can load in with guns uh or like you can load in with like oh i want to use this thing that like shoots out some will light some enemies on fire or this thing that's a heal but you don't you can't load in with weapons which seems a little strange hmm. you you load in with yeah. like a slingshot uh, a slingshot and a sword, which is a choice. Uh, but yeah, it, it's maybe through early access, though, it'll become more interesting. But I, I think what's there is as like a free to play game. I think it's probably pretty set in terms of like that kind of content. Um, there's like a battle pass. Uh, it doesn't. It's one of those battle passes where you have to buy it to get anything out of it, which is always a bummer. Uh, you know, I'd like to see a few free things here and there, but no such luck. In this it one. seems like you, this game, will not leave early access. Maybe not. Um, I don't know. It is. It is sitting at three hundred ninety-three reviews with forty-three percent positive on Steam. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, they can uh, maybe change stuff or whatever, but it's like, uh, it, yeah, maybe. Uh, it would be hard pressed to uh to uh maybe recover this game because i think it i starts i think in such a goofy or not even goofy just in like a compromised weak spot i think when the main thing your trailer is showing i guess this is a trailer for the battle pass so never mind mm -hmm. It was just a bunch of skins. Oh yeah, I, like the, <laughs> the battle pass the battle skins pass, are like sure. uh, like uh, Hawaiian shirts or like kind of island themed things. But again, like it, it comes across kind of weird. <laughs> We're just I mean, yes, coming this to this definitely island to comes take across all these, kind of weird artifacts and to kill all the you know allegedly these uh, these fish monsters or whatever killed the previous inhabitants but like yo it's they they got the island now i guess and now we're just going to show up and kill them like are we any better uh no you never are no uh so yeah and it's not like like fortnite it's not like the shooting feels good yeah, yeah. uh but it's not got the character that fortnite has so it's yeah mm -hmm. i don't i don't know that it's going to take off or last you know i i could see six months from now the servers for this game being shut down or something uh, yeah but i i'm unfamiliar with uh the uh, warface was that a thing that you mm, okay that came out oh yeah okay you know about warface okay yes that so, game sucks <laughs> i guess they're the publisher yeah my game still around yeah Skyforge was that an that one that I don't even know. Yeah, I I don't oh, know about that any game of these sucks games. too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> still running. They're both still running. They're just in 
well, Skyforge is now at mostly negative Steam reviews. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Revelation. Yeah, they, they've published a lot of games. Uh, but I, I that's what the developer, or no, so pub, developer, my games, publisher. Developer is Alan's team. Okay. And they did make, yep, they made uh, Revelation Online, Skyforge, Warface, Conqueror's Blade. Conqueror's Blade's actually pretty fun. I've played that. That, that one's not, it's nothing not blow you away good but mm-hmm. uh war robots which i don't know anything about and then yeah this hawk yeah. game uh Con- conqueror's blade is interesting in a way it's worth checking I out i feel like you who like talked about sword game must have talked probably about did the podcast because it came out in 2019 so <laughs> yeah it's like a siege game and you have a you 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 have like it's kind of like it's a little bit like War Thunder or like World of Tanks or something in the way that the progression works and the mm-hmm. game is structured, but you're playing as like knights or it's like spearmen chivalry, or but but not even it's like a chivalry, mix. Yeah. It doesn't play at all like chivalry, but it has that kind of like mm-hmm. the, the objectives and stuff kind of fit that. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, it's it's a weird. It's 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 at least I would never put more time into it. I don't uh-huh. think, but yeah. it was at least interesting to play it for uh, a few hours. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah well uh i'm going to say don't bother with hawked don't uh, worry i won't i'm here with a ser- public service announcement Just don't do it save yourself uh if you're like oh is this game uh i hate to say it and i'm in no you, way you suggesting like some fairlight 84 or whatever and, yes. Well, like you, so the in, same the same sort of thing that could drive you to play Fairlight eighty four could have. Oh no, no, I get why you stumbled. why you checked yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I wouldn't pick on you for for playing yeah. it, but what I've come to, um, kind of one of the things, and then this World of Warcraft thing is mm-hmm. is definitely part of it, is that I've come to kind of understand is like because I was evaluating when I was thinking about what I want to wanted to play like what i wanted to sink a bunch of time into this this kind of holiday season into winter and stuff and hope and maybe beyond and i was thinking about like well i could play new world because i like the way new world plays and they put that expansion out people don't really like it but you know maybe i will Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and i was thinking like well i got this this wayfinder thing which i kind of like how that plays even though the content's pretty bland maybe they'll improve that and there's, you know, new, maybe I hold off a little bit and wait until one of these new games comes out or, or whatever. And I was, eventually, though, I hit a point where I was like, okay, what are my goals? My goals are to play higher level end game content in something and find people to play with to do it and, um, and kind of push challenging gameplay. What is a game that's been doing that for 20 years and doesn't lose, hasn't lost enough people to put the game in any kind of state of actual trouble at any point? And so, like, my point is, all that's sort of my approach now. Anytime I see a new game Mm. that's like, oh, it's doing Tarkov, but like, blah, 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 I'm kind of like, what is the reason why you would play this game instead of Tarkov, mm-hmm. which already does Tarkov really well? The problem with Tarkov is there's a cheating issue uh-huh. and they haven't been able to figure it out. And that sucks. But also, like, that could be a problem with any of these games yeah. in 
if any of them get successful too. So what's the point? And there's exceptions to that. Like I'm interested about Marathon because Bungie's making it and Bungie's like one of the most talented shooter developers in the world when it comes to developing like raw gameplay mechanics. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely, um, I don't mean to pick on games that are trying to do something new in these spaces, but like, why would I play a battle Royale that isn't just Fortnite or apex or mm-hmm. Warzone, the yeah. three big ones that yeah. do well. Like the, I, I'm losing my interest in playing these. That's it's always been one of my things has been, Oh, I want to check out these mm-hmm. cool new weird multiplayer games. And I'm still interested in stuff that truly breaks molds and does yeah. something actually new and innovative. But I'm definitely, as time goes on more and more like why bother with playing endless yeah. early accesses and betas mm-hmm. for this stuff? Why not actually spend my time on something that's like has proven itself to stick around and have legs? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, it's an interesting sense. time. Yeah, in, and I wonder how many other people are hitting a similar place to to me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or if I was yeah. always just the weird one, anyway. Uh, no, I, I think there. You know, I think there is. There were a lot of people who definitely felt how you feel now. Like, why would I go play? You know, whatever. When I could just play the established thing. Like, it's good. It's been good. It is good. Uh, or and then there's and it's less true. Never, never happy with the established thing. And and it's less true of indie games that are like oh, yeah. start finish. You know, beginning oh, middle yeah. end. I'm talking more about the like service. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Your Call and, of you Duty know, versus your Yes, exactly. Uh, like I've played that, the only game I'm playing. You were playing the only game I'm. Yeah, exactly. The only game I'm playing other than WoW and and Magic is Lethal Company. Sure. Still, and that game is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and you know, easy game of the year material for me. I think yeah. uh, at this point because it is so good. Um, yeah. And yeah. that's a made by one person and yeah. stuff, but it's. Yeah, not a service game. We've been, <laughs> at I all. Mean, we've been seeing that play out over, you know, the last decade at least, um, and longer, of course. But like, really, in the last decade, with stuff like Lawbreakers, like you know, that came out and that had cool stuff in there. Uh, you know, and see, the, the gravity stuff yeah. was really cool. I uh, think that's the thing is a lot of these games. If you look at what. The quality level is, and I don't mean to pick on developers that are working hard, but the quality level has just declined so much over time because Lawbreakers, that game was good (laughs) and it failed. Yeah, (laughs) Like it wasn't perfect. It wasn't the best shooter ever, but Uh, but it it was was a solid game. It had good characters. It played well. really negative about it and I didn't get it. Like I only played the, the betas or, you know, I didn't. Because it like it cost money, and I was poor at the time. I still am poor, but uh, you know, it it was like twenty bucks too. Uh, it wasn't even that expensive. Yeah, but yeah. People were really negative on that game, and I didn't get it. And I never understood it because I thought it was fun. I but thought it was a good even games that solid people shooter. like are really hot on, like Titanfall Two. Uh, people love mm-hmm. Titanfall Two, and you know, EA sent it out to die in between Call of Duty and Battlefield for some reason. Uh, but you know, people love that game, but and you know there's a lot it's really good it's different uh but it still can't compete with those you know those juggernauts like battlefield and even though people are pretty negative on 2042 or were pretty negative on 2042 
it had enough inertia to stick around and uh, get into a spot where people are happier with it. Um, yeah, is, for sure. You know, just that that IP recognition, that brand name recognition is super powerful in the industry. And I, you are definitely not alone in feeling like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a it's feels like a very weird time. And when you pair that with the constant cycle of layoffs that's mm-hmm. getting worse and worse as time goes on, it's definitely I'm not like I don't have any feelings of like doom about video games no. ever collapsing or anything. Like I mean that's they're too big for that at this point. Um but it is interesting to see like I think it's gonna lead to a pretty strong backlash to you'll still have your call of duties that's not going anywhere you're still going to have your um your your like the tiers will still exist as they do now mm-hmm. and people will always be trying to make a buck off of a new service yeah. game but i think that the quality is going to continue to decline and you're going to see more and more developers around the world making smaller teams to just put out like you know, we wanted to make a shooter that does where this is the twist and have fun. That's it. We're done. Um, yeah. Those kinds of games, I think, are going to become yeah. more common. Which um, would be fine. Uh, it's good. Like, no, I think it's good. I, but, I, I mean, I, even <laughs> that we see stuff like Immortals of Avium, which that, that's basically what it is. But, it, you know, they went, you know, it costs $70 and it's like a 12-hour campaign. Yeah, so let me also, I'm talking about yes. small teams making yes. small games sure. yes, too. Yes. Not 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 uh not huge budget AAA but, things. Know, and, well, about then you get into the whoa, you know, <laughs> get into the Jeff Keeley. Well, you know, if people think it's indie, then I guess it's indie, right? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm you know. seriously talking about yeah. I think you're going to yeah. see more teams of 10 people sure. that come together because Four of them worked on one thing, and mm-hmm. three of them know this person right. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, the fund they're gonna their funding is gonna come from you right. know individual investors Maybe. and their own savings and yeah. stuff. Uh, it, it is more feasible than ever to do stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we, we are seeing a, a big sea change in what is possible for game developers and the, what what the industry is willing to support and when it supports it, but also it's like such a just a the right thing at the right time situation so you know mm-hmm. uh, yep. and the way culture moves now is so fast that if you you know you miss the window then you miss the window and you know there goes your chance uh but yeah hopefully they uh you know hopefully in some ways you make a good game it's just you know you've got a good game and people can enjoy it but yeah the multiplayer mm-hmm. situation is very very weird and uh i don't know what the answer is there uh but i did play a couple other things uh i played some roller drone which just came to xbox mm. game pass mm. i should try that there yes Glad it's there. it it is good uh unlike hawk yeah it is uh it's pretty good. Uh, it doesn't control. It's not. I feel like it's not one hundred percent there. There's like a little bit yeah. of like, oh, I'm not turning. Like I'm pushing the stick, and I expect myself to do this thing, but I actually that's just like I need to be pushing it to turn. It's not a like a push forward, and I go. I'm not moving in the direction I push the stick. Forward is giving me momentum, and I'm going the direction my character is going. So it's basically like tank controls, but slightly different. It's not quite tank controls, mm-hmm. but 
it's tank controls, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah. And uh, this is a the game takes place in 2030. And uh, what if roller derby had guns and you murdered people? Uh, is basically the premise of Roller Drome. Uh, you were playing oh something Kassan. I you're you're playing a woman who has joined the Roller Drome League and is uh you know as a newbie and is making her way through the there's like a championship kind of thing. It's set up as basically with heats, I guess. How to describe it? Like, you know, in skate competitions, you've got heats and one person goes out and skates and they get points and they're graded on their performance. That's what's happening here. You're going out and skating against a set of enemies that uh, the International Roller Drome Federation or whatever has uh, assembled and you're going out there and murdering people. This is a blood sport. And mm-hmm. doing sick flips and shit while you're at it. Uh, so yeah, you're you're rollerblade or roller skating, not blading, roller skating, and go out there and you shoot guys. Uh, it locks on, and the shooting feels fine. You've got double pistols. You unlock a shotgun, a grenade launcher, and you can switch between those on the fly, uh, just with a like an arrow key press and. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you use up your ammo and you regain ammo by doing sick flips and shit. Uh, so you can jump into the air, unload your pistols, slow down time, go into a flip. And as you're doing flips and like a grab trick or whatever, your pistols will reload in the air uh, based on the judges, uh, the judges feelings about your tricks. Uh, mm-hmm. They did <laughs> They they justify it in world with like oh it's we're using these special energy weapons where we can add more ammo to them, uh you know based on the judges' feelings so the judges can give you ammo, and then so you can shoot someone still have a little bit of health left on the person, do some flips get more ammo in your gun and then finish them off which is pretty cool, uh and in the levels you've also in addition to just killing the enemies that are there and doing tricks. You've got Tony Hawk style like objectives like, Oh, collect these combo tokens around the, around the level collect or, you know, kill an enemy, kill this many enemies in this way, or do this trick in this location, uh, which is how you, uh, you know, you get your score and then you, by completing enough challenges, you unlock the, the next levels. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's very, it takes, you know, aspects of Tony Hawk and then puts them into this roller skating murder sport uh, murder game. game. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. And there's little bits of vignettes between um, kind of the when you get between. Um, like uh, you go from like the. Like the intro uh heat i guess and then you get like quarterfinals semifinals finals like in the stages and uh between those you can kind of like walk around a locker room or like a backstage Mm -hmm. area of the venue and you know read there's like documentation about unionizing 
there's documentation about like oh come work for us and be one of the people who gets fucking murdered and you know there's, <laughs> there's a license you know there's a life insurance policy and if you survive for three years then you get to go to school and all your health care is taken care of and all that if you die your family gets the life insurance money uh you know, so they have painted a very fucking bleak picture of mm -hmm. the future uh, of Europe specifically. I think all of the maybe maybe it's been across the world. I think it's mostly been Europe, um, the levels mm -hmm. so far. Um, like the, there's been like France, the UK and Germany. There's, yeah, quite quite a few uh, locations. Not sure how many levels there are in total, but. Um, it, there's like, oh, I want to say like, seems like there's fewer than 16 levels. I thought there would be like exactly 16, but it seems like it's probably like 15, maybe 15 to 13. Um, mm -hmm. but, uh, so yeah, it's like different. Um, there's like a ski, ski lodge. It's not really a lodge, but yeah, like a ski, a ski slope type area there's like some desert levels uh shopping mall like things you might expect to see in a tony hawk game but mm -hmm. the art is very different um and kind of I don't know, it's very striking i think it's, it looks good uh even playing on the series s is like perfectly fine uh i can be a stickler for frame rate and in these kinds of games it can be important but it, it seems to run fine on the series s so yeah but, be fine to play on a xbox on the tv or you know play on pc whatever but mm -hmm. it's uh it's pretty slick uh i want to play some more and it it's hard like to do like to do everything and like if you're trying to you are unlikely to finish all of the objectives in a single run uh because some of them sure. are yeah you know it's much like tony hawk yes it is you know some things are like okay complete this level quickly uh get a high score which can sometimes if you're like trying to collect things or kill things in certain ways it might not be the most optimal way for you to do it uh or you know you're experimenting and like you don't know what the distribution of enemies is going to be uh so you know there's that fun discovery of like okay how what is okay there's new enemies here what do they do how do i deal with them because it's mm -hmm. not just you can't just unload on every single enemy they do have like oh this one has a shield or this one can teleport i don't know how they justify that in the lore but uh yeah it's a it's a neat game and i'm glad i've checked it out i was gonna check out game? something else but it updated and then the update uninstalled it from my xbox i was like what the hell so just installed roller drum instead game pass having some it's got they've had some bangers this yeah. last month or so yeah. i i was just i was doing my steam queue and while you were just talking about that i um steam world build oh, yep. came out that's on, that's yesterday and that's on game pass yeah i didn't know that and then uh this jusant game from oh, yeah. uh yep that's don't nod those are two games that i was like oh yeah i should play those didn't buy them mm -hmm. and um and you mentioning game pass made me just go like oh i should check uh mm -hmm. those because you know i talk about all this stuff with with playing wow but i'm still interested in dipping into some yeah. stuff for a you know an hour or two to see what it's about yeah. and those are games that i would do that with but i don't really want to spend the 
the money. I'm yeah. sure they're worth their asking yeah, yeah, prices, yeah, yeah. but I don't really want to spend the, the cash on them. But especially if you're not sure if you're, to, to if you're play it for an hour. And, I mean, I yeah. I know that I will not finish SteamWorld Dig. Sure, or SteamWorld Build. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah. Build, yeah, sorry, Build. I did finish SteamWorld Dig. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to finish SteamWorld Build. Apparently Nothing it's against uh, the game. Very, Just... very busy, and I, I saw a headline. Sounds like it's cool. Probably like a city yeah, builder. That's, so. I'm going to check it out. They've also got City Skylines too. Uh, yeah, I've just heard nothing but yeah. Uh, apparently, jank about that game. Oh, I have to. Find, there's a quote from the. Oh God, I don't even remember. But like the president of the company or something said something real stupid. Uh, but I can't remember what it was. But yeah, that's it seems like they're there. So that's I, it. I seems like they're one. doing the work to fix City mm-hmm. Skylines too, but. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that work might take a while. Yeah, I. I just I wish I could remember what the what the guy said because it was basically like, "Hey, may, if you don't like it, maybe it's just not for you." Uh, it was basically <laughs> I think what he said. I think everyone that's excited about him playing mm-hmm. City Skylines two. It is a hundred percent for them, and they know whether it is or isn't. Cause... Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. We didn't live up to the market. He did walk it back, but we didn't live up to the marketing. Is <laughs> uh, it's one way to look at it, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, the other thing I played this week was uh, inspired by some YouTube shorts I was going through and. This pirate soft pirate software is that, that what their channel's name is? Uh, this ex Blizzard developer and he's uh, done a bunch of other stuff and he made this game Heartbound on Steam, but mm-hmm. I didn't play Heartbound. Uh, I played the Beginner's Guide because someone had gone into a stream oh, and asked, sure. like, uh, you know, I want to, I want to make games, I want to, you know, make stuff, but I just, I don't, I can't like motivate myself to do it and. Thor, this uh, dev was like, just go play the beginner's guide. That is all the motivation you need. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, I had you know been aware of the beginner's guide, and people had talked about it. I like yeah, the yeah. Stanley Parable, um, but I, I didn't really know anything about it other than nothing. I really didn't know anything about it going in. Uh, but yeah, because I've been like, there are so many different creative outlets that i've been like interested in pursuing and i don't know like how to approach I, them yep and, i get it you know, i I'm, know exactly I'm, where you're coming I'm from dabbling here and there and like oh how do i how do i uh do this like what do i you know how do i motivate myself to just like dive into this thing but i also don't want to burn myself out by like going yep. too hard on yep. one thing and then yep at the expense of uh, all these trust other me things. i get it yeah it's uh because I, I know right myself at this point, you know, after 30 years, yep. I finally figured out like, oh, if I do this too much, I will get tired of it yep. and drop it, uh, yep. which is, you know, I don't want to do that. I, But now I've like actually got the drive to be like, I don't want to just wish I'm good at these things. I want to actually try and, hmm. you know, become somewhat competent at, you know, drawing or try to make a game or something. So. I was like, you know what? I'll listen to this guy's advice. He he seems smart. I enjoy his uh his YouTube shorts at least. And so I, I dived into the beginner's guide and 
uh, it was the beginner's guide. If you don't know, uh, is a like ninety minute sort of essay kind mm-hmm. of. It's interactive fiction where you are um, going through with. I believe it's the creator of the Stanley Parable. I believe he is yes, narrating. David Reedon. Yes, yes. Yep. Uh, they are narrating over and explaining their thoughts about uh, of the these games that their friend uh, referred to as Coda made uh, over a few years from like the late aughts to early 2010s. And just like, okay, well, here's their first Counter-Strike level they made and, you know, things like that. And going through and like, here's the first game where they had like a story in there and that they created. Um, and uh, Davey is philosophizing and interpreting his reading of all these, uh, you know, these levels. Uh, or yeah, these levels in these games. And it is a, hmm, you get... It feels very of its time um, with like the kind of the discussions that it's having around mental health. Uh, I I think those discussions are good and not necessarily uh, damning to say it's of its time, but we don't, we don't have like, there were a lot of games having those kinds of uh, talking about these like issues of mental health of like parasocial relationships of creativity in that way um Mm -hmm. back in the mid 2010s uh which maybe i'm just not looking for them now and so i'm not seeing them but it it was a little like blast from the past to go in there like oh man games really did kind of approach talking about these topics in this way and it uh yeah you played it right no i haven't okay, i've played the stanley okay. parable okay. but i've i've so i understand and i've heard a lot of discussion yeah, about it, it. it but um it's very I'm, it has like a very unsettling quality to it yeah i've um, always been interested to play it and maybe this conversation yeah, will get me it, to do it it's because 10 bucks uh, and it takes 90 minutes yeah. to go through yeah um the game did crash on me uh the first time it like changed from uh like the first time it switched vignettes (laughs) was uh weird but it is uh i like i can't say i came away from it feeling motivated necessarily but maybe feeling like oh i don't like I have more options available to me than I was thinking of. Like, it's okay to do small stuff. Like it doesn't, you know, something Mm -hmm. incredibly simple uh, is just as valuable as, and maybe more important than building something large, at least in the beginning and, you know, just expressing yourself. Um, Yeah. But, uh, you know, getting that out there and, is kind of the the most important part of it. It, it you know if it's not perfect or you know you're you're learning you're learning of course uh so mm-hmm. acknowledging that and uh and i mean there's the, the game uh has 
gets very weird and uh yeah very upsetting not not upsetting but uh very uncomfortable towards the end uh you know just very much like oh i i I want to crawl out of my skin kind of way (laughs) like i don't Mm want to be here uh there's no it's not scary it's not there's no jump scares there's nothing like that uh it's just yeah uh it it's stuff you can see coming um but doesn't make it any less unpleasant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. But there's there's cool ideas and uh stuff in there. So if you are interested in you know, those kinds of topics and you haven't already checked out the beginner's guide, then I would say it's definitely worth checking out. Uh you know, I'm sure it was like just on sale or something, but it'll be on sale again and yeah, again. It's only ten dollars, ten, $10 bucks, and yeah. it's a project. It's the type of project that I want to support. Exactly, with. yeah. It is, uh, well, that's that. That's definitely. It, there's a lot of value in it from everything I've heard people talk about. Yeah. it around. It it was something that I wouldn't have been able to appreciate when it came out, just where mm-hmm. I was in my life. Uh, but now that I'm at this point where I'm more interested in creative pursuits and like trying to figure out, okay, what, what am I doing? How am I, you know, going to do this stuff? Um, it, it was a little more, it, it was, you know, it, there was stuff for me to gain out of it and like think about mm-hmm. who on now that I wouldn't have, uh, really latched onto at the time. Yeah. Which, that makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, depending on where you are in your life and uh, your thoughts on your own personal creativity, um, if you if you are thinking about being a creative person, I think it is a value valuable thing to check out. Yeah, I should. I yeah. should. Ah. <laughs> it's hard, man. I mean, it's it's like yeah. every time I get to a place where I think I'm ready to really make a push at. Whether it's writing or game yeah. design, I'm more into the like tabletop card yeah. and board yeah. sort of space for game design. But still, I have so many ideas mm-hmm. that I want to express. There's so many stories I want to write, and yeah. then I sit down. I mean, I mean, real time. It's like we're probably going to wrap up the podcast pretty soon here. Yeah. It's it'll be around eight thirty a.m. for me. I have a whole day ahead of me. I have plans tonight, but I don't have the energy to do yeah. creative work after yeah. we finish here. I'm yeah. going to either lay down and go back to sleep yeah. for a little bit or uh, play a game. Mm-hmm. And that's like, mm-hmm. that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's really hard to find that motivation and find that energy mm-hmm. in the world we live in where we're just constantly bombarded with stress. Yep. Like whether your job is for me, that's the, my job is mm-hmm. the primary stressor, but whether it's that or whether it's, you know, things with your family or yeah. or you know responsibilities that you have like it's just it's so hard to be a creative person and the older that i get the more i see the privilege behind like the ability to even have time to write a book or mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or or something you know um that is that it is an enormous uh enormous Thing to have that kind of space yeah. from a time and energy perspective to do something like that. Um, yeah. and, and it's hard, yeah. really hard. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely, I've, I feel, uh, very similar and I, I am, 
a notorious procrastinator. So I'm like, oh, well, I'll get to it. Like, I'll do this, oh, yeah. and then I'll, I'll get to it. And then just, of course, I don't get to it because yep. I keep pushing it off. Uh, so, but, uh, you know, I, and I, I'm at a point where I'm, I've got all these, like, okay, I want to be able to do this, and I've got this idea and this idea. But it's, yeah, it's finding that, like, the, the small the small steps you can take to get to like the idea when you don't know anything about what you want to do or like you've not don't have a lot of experience with it like it's hard to see the the small steps in between like where you are and the destination mm-hmm. totally uh so like but yeah i, I think the beginner's guide kind of helped me identify like oh right duh there's like i don't have to just jump into making the thing like I mm-hmm. go step by step, uh, and you know, in theory, I know that, but doesn't doesn't mean I always, you know, knowing it and acting on yeah, it are two very different things. Uh, For sure. Uh, yes, yes, it's yeah. Yep. Uh, but uh, on that note, we will wrap up this week's episode of the Gaming Fix Podcast, uh, mm-hmm. episode two hundred and ninety six. Coming up on the big three double O. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then only 120 more episodes to go. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> indeed. Just over two years. Uh, oh, yes. That's that's how numbers work. That's how numbers work. Two and a half years or so. Then we can three uh, to write all of the amazing stories we're just in a cocoon right now. Gaming Fix is our chrysalis. Yeah, sure. We're going to emerge from sure. the Gaming Fix cocoon and unleash art the likes of which this world has never seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the meantime, so you can tell all your friends that you knew about us before we were cool, you can follow Pat on social media somewhere. Yeah, I went private on Twitter no. because I've just like... <laughs> I don't really want to mm-hmm. talk to people there. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't just, really I have just, anything new to share there. I, don't I just tweet. I just uh I just look. Yeah. Uh Yeah, basically that's exactly it is. I was looking into like services to delete your whole Twitter, mm-hmm. like your tweet history just to, mm-hmm. so I could use it just to browse mm-hmm. and then those cost money. And then I was like, and it's not like I have a problem with it. Yeah. I stand by all the stuff I've said, so it's not like I have like a, a problem with it. But then I was like, what if I just go private and then mm-hmm. I can just browse and it doesn't, I don't have to. Yeah. You're not going to have somebody in your, going to your file, your profile, screenshotting your likes as an own. Yeah. I mean, nobody guy. does that anyway, yeah. but you never yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, no, no Ted Cruz over here. Valentine's Day like uh, you can find me on Blue Sky right I guess I post about my new sweater at Coleslaw C-O-L-E-S-L 4W uh, you can send us uh, holiday wishes to gaming at fixed out space send us like a hot cocoa recipe or something I don't know uh, and thank you listener for che- checking in on us this week and uh, we will be back next week with another episode of the Gaming Fix Podcast. Stay wet, cameras.